of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Tia, and I hope you all had a very nice Memorial Day weekend. I'd like to take a moment to thank the fallen soldiers, both men and women who have served for our country. Thank you so much. Thank you just simply does not cut it. So we appreciate people serving now and in the past. Thank you. Um, I don't know about you guys, but Memorial Day weekend just so happens to be my favorite holiday. Last episode, I talked a little bit about how beach bars are open again. Life is reopening. And here in New Jersey, (laughs) on May 28th, masks are gone unless you want to still wear yours. And so uh, what a transition. I mean, from like the life we've been living for over a year and then all of a sudden the free for all that just happened. Um, I am not complaining. I'm excited to feel normalcy again. Um, I went to this one beach bar Parker house over the weekend, which I've never really been a fan of, but I've fully converted to a lover of Parker house (laughs) for many reasons. Um, and you know, I really recognized my personal growth over the course of this pandemic because my reaction to when a man accidentally dumped a full drink on my head was a reaction that just simply would not have happened in 2019. So just to paint the picture, very crowded basement frat like area bar place. Um, and a man went to go, I guess, like say, high five a friend or something and he leaned over my head and the whole drink just went down. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. And he was very apologetic. And I, I, I feel like back, you know, in 2019, I would have been very angry, very annoyed, um, pissed off. And instead, I just looked at him and I said, you know, I would have been really upset about this a couple years ago, but right now I'm just very grateful that we are in a room crowded enough for someone to spill something on me. So it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I feel sorry for you that you now have to go back to the bar to get another drink. That's that's what I felt because that place was so crowded, just so insane. I'm very, very happy that the Jersey Shore is back. It's freaking back, baby. Um, so yeah, it was a good weekend. Um, on my end, I really truly wasn't even going to make an episode this week. I was going to just say, you know what? It's holiday. Let me enjoy it. Um, and not really stress about this, but it just felt wrong to not do it. So I was thinking to myself, you know, I don't want to book anyone during this weekend. I'm sure everyone's busy and wants to have a good time. So instead of having a co-host, what do I do? Because I don't want to just talk to myself for an hour. Who wants to listen to that? Um, And so I thought to myself, what can I do? And so I went on my Instagram page, teatimepod, T-E-A dot time dot pod, if you're not already following. And I was like, you know what? Let's just make the listeners my technical co-host this week. So I did some polls. I put up some questions. Thank you to anyone who participated in any of them. I really appreciate your input um, because without it, I just simply wouldn't have anything to talk about today. So um, I'm going to just basically go through some of the headlines I've chosen, talk talk about what's going on, and then discuss my point of view, but also shouts out some 
of my standout comments that I've received from you guys. So, you know, still kind of technically talking to myself, I guess, for this whole episode. But if anyone can just sit in a room and talk to herself, it's me. So <laughs> let's dive right into it. Today's headlines, guys. We got a lot. Headline number one for the day. Chris Noth, a.k.a. Mr. Big, is set to appear in Sex in the City's reboot. Oh, my God, guys. Let me just tell you, I have not watched Sex in the City from beginning to end until the pandemic. It's one of those shows that I treated like friends where you watch an episode sporadically, right? You know, here and there. Um, but I fully started from the beginning, like April, freshly furloughed all the time in the world. And I watched from season one, episode one onward, and I became obsessed. I mean classic. Okay. So now he's officially set to appear in this reboot. So back on January 10th, Sarah Jessica Parker took to Instagram to post a clip announcing the revival of sex in the city coming to HBO max titled. And just like that, 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 that. So Sarah Jessica Parker will be returning as Carrie Bradshaw, Kristen Davis as Charlotte, Cynthia Nixon as Miranda, but we have learned Kim Cattrall will not return to play Samantha Jones. Um, And then reports back in February, just to add more fuel to the fire, we found out that Chris Noth would not appear in the reboot, but he is. So it's funny because this is kind of like, um, I guess this is giving me Mr. Big Carrie Bradshaw wedding vibes from the first movie where he's like on his way to get married. And then he turns around, gets cold feet, then realizes what a mistake he's making and goes back. So it's very on brand for his character. Like he's fully immersing himself in the role already just for this announcement. Very Mr. Big of him. Um, But according to HBO Max, the original series will follow Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte as they quote, navigate the journey from the complicated reality of life and friendship in their thirties to the even more complicated reality of life and friendship in their fifties. So now, yes, it is confirmed. Chris Noth is set to reprise his role as Mr. Big in the 10 episode Sex in the City revival, which is scheduled to begin production in New York this summer. Maybe this will finally be it for me. This will be the summer, the time that I, oh, there's a baby deer. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> deer running in the backyard. Looks like Bambi. Um, <laughs> what I was saying was maybe this will be the time where I finally see a star in New York City filming something I'm interested in. I never had that moment. I think back, how did I not run into someone for Gossip Girl or, you know, any movies? I don't know. I feel like I've run into, like, I have run into stars on the sidewalk before, but not like filming for something. I want to see this in action. Let me get a quick cameo in the background, just walking with my, you know, dirty water, hot street, hot dog. And, you know, seeing Carrie Bradshaw just walk by. I can't, I hope, I hope so. I really hope that happens for me this summer. (laughs) Wishful thinking. So I asked you guys, what are your thoughts on this news? Because this is, this is pretty exciting stuff here, right? Well, yes, that was the consensus I got from you all. Katie wrote in and said, quote, yes, that is all. That's the tweet. That's the, that's the story. That's it, period. Yep, we're in. We're here for this. And I agree. I'm just very hyped for this. Kristen then wrote in in all caps and said, quote, I can't freaking wait. Yes, Kristen, same. So then I went further and I asked you guys, all right, we did a poll here. Which character do you think is more crucial to have for the Sex and the City reboot? Because we're going to have Mr. Big, but we're not going to have Samantha Jones. And so I started thinking to myself and I'm like, ah, you know, it's better than before. Like how um, 
you know, when they first announced the reboot, it was no Mr. Big and no Samantha Jones. So this is better than nothing, right? But this is kind of going back to what I said um, in episode seven, we were talking about Hocus Pocus 2, right? That classic movie's coming back and you have all three major witches on board. And it's really difficult with reboots, I think, to get everyone back on board. Um, and then it could, you know, definitely have an effect on the show or movie. And while we have a lot of the major faces back in, you know, is it going to be more of a loss not having Samantha Jones or not, or Mr. Big, which of course, again, he is back. So I asked you guys, which one's more crucial to have in the show? And 19% voted Mr. Big and 81% voted Samantha Jones is more crucial to have for the reboot. And you guys, when it comes to this poll, I completely agree. Samantha Jones quite literally put the sex in Sex in the City, right? She kind of tied the whole show together. She had so many like unforgettable one-liners. Um, I think back to like, oh my God, there's so many. I love you, but I love me more. Um, or when the girls are talking about Carrie seeing a bisexual guy and then in typical Samantha Jones fashion, she just chimes in and says, I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. You know, like she just has that, um, Je ne sais quoi. I don't know. She has that thing that the show needed. It's she is very much Sex in the City, and as much as Mr. Big is such an essential character, and I'm so excited to have him um, in the reboot and see how that goes. I I am really really more sad that Samantha won't be in than I am excited that Mr. Big is back, if that makes sense. Um, so then I thought, well, how are they going to get rid of her, right? Like, how are what are they going to do? So I've started thinking up some theories of my own. I think they're going to either kill her off the show. Um, so in that case, I think that maybe they'll just, you know, go with the storyline that they had, that her cancer has returned. Because if you remember in the final episodes of the show, she had, um, she had revealed she had cancer. I think that maybe they'll say her cancer has returned and she lost the battle, right? They just kill her off the show. Maybe they'll just write her off in a way that, uh, you know, naturally friends just drift apart over time, you know, and they just aren't friends with her anymore. Maybe they'll make it so that she's um, like on a business trip. If you remember, she manages her own PR firm and in Sex in the City 2, the movie, her job was the reason why the girls were able to visit Abu Dhabi. So maybe, maybe it'll be something like that. I have a feeling if I had to, if I had to guess, I think they're going to kill her off because if you leave the possibility of like, oh, they drifted apart, then it leaves the possibility that she'll make a cameo in one episode in the future or something. And I just really don't believe that she's going to ever, Kim Cattrall is not going to do that. I just don't see that happening. Um, her and, and Sarah Jessica Parker, I mean, there's the, the feud that's been going on with them forever. And I just don't think, I mean, Kim Cattrall has made it very well known that she was never really on board to join a reboot. And now that it's actually happening, I think they're going to kill him off. But going back to Mr. Big now, what do we think is going to be his storyline? Do we think him and Carrie are even going to still be married? Because <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, okay, duh, of course they're married. He's in it, you know, whatever. But it wouldn't be out of character for Mr. Big to just be sneaking his way in. You know, they start out the show and Carrie's with her girls and they're, you know, talking about like, oh yeah, Big and I got divorced, whatever. They, they've been divorced for five years or 10 years or whatever it is. And, and then all of a sudden he just shows up in the city and then they start getting back into their old ways or something. I could see that happening. 
it's very Mr. Big, um, but I'm sure they'll just still be married and it'll be following their lives in their fifties and the different struggles they go through in that phase of their life. So I'm super excited nonetheless. Again, production is going to start for this in the summer and hopefully we get this, this reboot sooner than later. I'm really, really excited for it. It seems like you guys are all pretty much on the same page that this is like the best news to hear that Mr. Big is indeed back. So there's more to come for that. Now we're going to move on here to our next topic, which is Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's dating life updates. Yeah, this is this is this is just exactly why they have a show called Keeping Up with Kardashians. Because let me tell you what, this is difficult stuff to keep up with. It's something new every day. And holy shit, let's let me just break down what I've got here and then we'll start discussing what you guys wrote in. So there's many clues that are suggesting that Kanye is dating 35-year-old supermodel and actress Irina Shaikh. Now she famously split from Bradley Cooper back in 2019 after four years together. Um, and they also share a child with us together as well. Uh, so Irina and Kanye, the two of them have a history. She's worked with Ye a few times in the past. She was in his music video for Power in 2010. Um, and I mean, come on, if Kanye, if anything, I mean, I know that was 2010, but that guy has a track record of starting relationships with women who have been in his music videos. Hello, Amber Rose. Hello, Kim Kardashian. Okay. Um, now, Irina was also a model in his Yeezy fashion show at Paris Fashion Week, and she was recently spotted wearing a DMX tribute shirt that Kanye designed with Balenciaga. Neither of them have confirmed or denied the romance. These are just simply rumors. And some fans feel like it is too soon, given that Kim just filed for divorce a few months ago, guys, as it was February of 2021. But, you know, I think it's very clear to the public that Kim and Kanye's marriage has been on the rocks for much longer than just the past few months. Um, we see that unfold on Keeping Up With The Kardashians, and we saw it unfold on Twitter last year, if you remember. So I, I don't know if I would say it's too soon, but it is kind of crazy if he is exclusively seeing someone already. I just kind of didn't see that coming. But in regards to these dating rumors, an insider exclusively told The Sun, quote, she's, meaning Kim, not bothered at all about it. No one in her circle appears to care or believe it. Even if it is true, I doubt she'll even be upset at this point. Period, Kim. That's right. <laughs> we're done. We're over it. We're on to the next. Um, she seems to really just be focusing on her kids, you know, um, but that's not to say there isn't any dating rumors about Kim, though. There definitely has been a lot of rumored suitors out there for Kim. So, I mean, really everyone under the sun, there's been royalty speculations that some royalty is trying to shoot their shot with Kim. But let me break down three real standout rumored people to be dating Kim. Um, now, let's start right off the top with... <laughs> Bill Gates. Okay. Bill Gates. So May 5th, the gossip page Dumois. Um, I've talked about Dumois before you guys got to follow it there. And it's like real life gossip girls. This person, she, um, whoever runs the page, she wants to stay anonymous, just like gossip girl. I'm telling you, it's really real life gossip girl. And people just send in their tips or, or, or pictures of stars they've seen out in public. It's a great page to follow. Vanity Fair actually just did a whole piece on how the page has grown exponentially over the pandemic and, and all this good stuff. So anyway, um, on May 5th, the Gossip Page Dumois posted a report from an anonymous source saying, quote, and by report, I mean like a text message like they send into Dumois saying, quote, I saw Bill Gates and Kim Kardashian at Nobu Malibu. 
let me just step out here real quick from the quote. That's not shocking. That's not unbelievable. All right, no boo. Okay, come on. Anyway, continuing. Quote, they were in the restricted section and he appeared to be teaching her about a little piece of rare, rare magic called, there ain't no way I'm going to pronounce this right, Horcru, H-O-R-C-R-U-X, whatever. He was teaching her some rare magic, allegedly, okay? And quote, from what I could tell, he was most certainly splitting her soul. Whoever wrote in this comment, I really want to, like, be this person's friend because for this just cracks me up. But anyway, point is, there was a, a, a sighting, Bill Gates and Kim. I mean, they very well could have just gotten dinner one night and that was it. But how crazy is that? It's kind of like, I feel like if we had to guess who Kim's going to end up with, people will joke like, oh, you know, some sort of billionaire or some sort of whatever. It's, um, uh, it's just kind of crazy to me to think Bill Gates and Kim Kardashian, if I ever saw that shit at dinner, oh my God so wild um do i see it ever actually working out with them no i don't i don't see that i see i see weird things like rare magic being shown to kim and her sitting there like oh okay <laughs> like i don't know not that's not that's not really a something i see going long term another one uh another another one another person that's been rumored to be dating miss kim kardashian Oh, I was going to say West, but let's drop the West, is Van Jones, okay, the CNN anchor. So fans have been speculating that her friendship with him has turned romantic. Sources close to Kim, though, have already shut this down, saying they just really have a, a long work relationship. So if you remember in 2018, Van Jones and Kim worked together to successfully get Alice Johnson pardoned from a life sentence stemming from a 1996 conviction. And then that, that work that they did on that to get Alice Johnson, it kind of like set the tone for Kim to want to continue working with uh, on prison reform. And then now fast forward to becoming a lawyer following in her father's footsteps. So We've seen her journey through law school again, also on keeping up on the Kardashians most recently um, on the last episode that aired on Thursday, we see Kim failed her baby bar the first time she then took it again while sick with COVID. So we don't know how her results were for that test yet. But um, during the time that these this episode came out last week, we uh, heard from Van Jones on the topic, and he was praising Kim and her dedication to become a lawyer, stating, quote, I think she's going to be an unbelievable attorney. I already think she's one of the best advocates that we have in criminal justice. So I don't know. Is it is it actually something happening there? I this I can more likely see than Bill Gates. Um Van Jones recently also ended his marriage to his wife of 14 years back in 2019. So they're kind of, you know, going in the same boat right now. Um, I, I don't know. I could see this more likely because this is kind of like the direction I see Kim really wanting to take her life in is with someone who shares her same political views. And I know, I don't know this, but I'm pretty sure Kim did not vote for her then husband, Kanye, in the past election. Um, that definitely started some drama between them. But, you know, this is this is someone who she's been, again, having a close friendship with, working with for the past few years, and has um, a common interest in her future goals. So I see this. I could see this happening. Even though they shut it down. I mean, come on, who doesn't deny, deny, deny until they de absolutely can't anymore. Um, so possibly, possibly, I could see this happening. Um, and then the last one here we have <laughs> is Mr. Champagne Poppy. 
Drake. Okay, so according to page six, Kim and Drake were both guests invited to the British billionaire Jamie Rubin's 34th birthday party in LA recently. Now, y'all know Drake and Kanye have beef. They've always had beef. And it's kind of, I think because of that, people are just talking now because Kim and Drake were just seen at the same party. It doesn't seem like there's really anything beyond that. People are just bugging out about the fact that like Kim's partying with Kanye's nemesis, you know? So it's, it's fun to talk about. I don't think there's really anything serious going on there. Maybe they're hooking up. Who knows? I don't think it's anything serious. So, and I don't, I don't think it will be, Um, but it's not the first time that Drake and Kim have sparked relationship rumors Uh, on his 2018 hit in my feelings. He rapped about a woman named Keith. Kiki, Kiki, do you love me? Are you back? You know, so um, everyone's like, oh my God, that's Kim's nickname. So fans are like, oh my God, is this song about her? We don't know. <laughs> she, she, she did shut that down back then too. I think people like to fantasize about the idea of Drake and Kim together because what a power couple that would be. And just, oh, the pettiness of like then getting together with your ex-husband's rapper enemy you know like I don't know there's something exciting about the thought of that working out but also there was rumors about Drake getting with Kylie after her and Travis split like that would be kind of weird I don't know um but that's another rumor that's been circling around as well so when I asked you guys like what are your thoughts on the rumors that we've been hearing especially about uh Irina and Kanye possibly dating because that those reports seem more serious than the things swirling around about Kim she seems to be really focused on doing her right now I don't think any of these guys she's seeing or rumored to be seeing are, are serious um but the top thing I keep hearing from you guys is something I've been saying myself which is that you really just can't imagine them with anyone else but particularly Kanye like I can't picture Kanye dating Irina Shaikh. like I really can't see him honestly dating anyone Like it takes a certain person to like be with Kanye. He's a very unique person. And I think that Kim, from what we saw, she really kind of, oh my gosh, how do I say this? Like she, she worked well with him and she had a lot of patience and really was like sticking with him through everything that everything. Um, So it's, it's hard to see him being with anyone else. I don't know. And her for that matter. Um, But so I asked you guys, who do you hope to see? Kim and Kanye end up with. So again, I mean, really with Kanye, majority other than like one person um, has said just Kim. Like I, I can't see, I can't see him with anyone else. Um, but when it comes to Kim's possible future relationships, we had a couple responses. So Tristan, you guys know Tristan. He was on our last episode, the first episode. He said she's going to end up with an athlete. So I thought about this. I'm like, you know what? The old Kim, yes, that's a no-brainer. Which sport, though? I don't know. Football, I would say, maybe. Like Reggie Bush kind of days. You know, I don't know. But the new Kim, again, I'm not so sure that I see her ending up with an athlete. I really don't know. Like, I really see her with someone like Van Jones. Someone just with a less out-there lifestyle than an athlete. I think she might be over that point in her life. She's 40. I don't know if I really see it. I don't know, but who knows? And then we also had, let's see, someone wrote in and said, um, Lizelle wrote, said Bradley Cooper. And I thought this was really funny because how crazy would it be if Bradley Cooper started dating Kim with Kanye seeing Irina and the couples just took completely pulled a wife swap. That would be kind of crazy. Um, an actor. So that makes me think I could see her more with an, uh, 
with an actor. I don't know. Do I mean this? I'm really trying to think now. Um, oh God. I don't, I don't know if I even see her with any artists. I think she might want to give up that bullshit. I don't know if I agree with that one. Um, and then classic Katie, just busting my balls. My good friend Katie wrote in and said, Ray J. Ha ha. Okay. Let's leave Ray J and Princess Love alone and leave them out of this. Okay. They, they just called off their divorce for the second time just in March. So they're clearly not okay. <laughs> and I'm sure Ray J is thinking about it. Okay. He's thinking, what if with Kim? Oh God. That wouldn't that just be story of the century you want to talk about a ben affleck and uh j-lo resurrection of a relationship if we had ray j and kim coming back and then we got Lindsay lohan coming out with new movies it's gonna be like 2004 all over again up in this bitch so who knows i i just i think for me if i had to guess i see kim really ending up with someone more low-key than in her past i think she really wanted the clout like in the like growing up like she stepping into the spotlight like she straight up says she wanted to be a reality star so bad she used to want to be on the real world and then she ends up getting keeping up with the kardashians and and you know would date athletes um and then marry one chris humphrey's r.i.p to that relationship um and then kanye like she wanted those big names and i don't think that really matters to her anymore i think she just cares about stability more than the clout now now that she's 40 she has four kids and she's a billionaire herself she don't need she don't need a, a famous rapper or anyone that that out there and i don't know if i'm really certain that she's going to end up with anyone like that um so only time will tell, but I really do suspect she's going to stay single for a bit. And I guess Kanye's really trying to get out there. I think he might move on before her. So we'll just have to wait and see. But another relationship kind of keeping it within the family here that I want to talk about is Amelia Gray Hamlin penning a beautiful, loving birthday post for her boyfriend, Scott Disick. Okay. Y'all got a lot to say about this one. So Basically, Scott Disick recently celebrated his 38th birthday with close friends and family, right? And in traditional Lord Disick fashion, he was giving out just straight ice as party favors to his guests, as per Kim Kardashian's IG story. She just starts walking around this little exclusive room that has security standing at it. Like, I don't think everyone at the party was even allowed in this room, uh, but it was just like the nicest chains and what Rolexes and like, Lord Disick's just giving them out as a party favor. Go figure. Um, but he also received some bougie gifts in return. So Scott posted himself riding on a Harley on his IG story and tagged his girlfriend, the 19-year-old model and daughter of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Lisa Rinna, Miss Amelia Gray Hamlin. Okay, so, <laughs> so Amelia took to her Instagram on Scott's birthdays and she, she said a nice little birthday shout out to him. She said, quote, happy birthday, my love. You light up my life and make my world better. I can't imagine what I would do without you. The most caring, loving, special person on this planet. I am so lucky. I am so blessed to have met you. I love you. White heart emoji. Okay. I have, I have a lot to say here. So yes, she's 19. And Scott's just turned 38. Scott also has three kids, the oldest being Mason, who is 11 years old, I believe. So he's only eight years younger than his girlfriend, um, than, than his father's girlfriend. So 
a lot of people have a lot to say about that. And then people are like, okay, ew, is he ever going to like not date a teenager? Because his last relationship was with Sophia Richie. They dated for, I want to say three years. And she was the same age when they started dating. It's, it is a little weird, I will say, but I feel like after seeing Amelia's post for Scott's birthday, I mean, the caption is so like 19 year old in love type of thing. Like, oh, it's so corny and like nauseating. But at the same time, the pictures is like she had a slideshow of many pictures of them together. And it, it does look cute. Like they do, they do look cute together. And so we did a poll here. I did a poll on my personal Instagram page and asked you guys if you hope things work out between Scott and Amelia. Now that Courtney has obviously found what appears to be a serious connection with her boyfriend, Travis Barker. So for me, I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? Weird. Yes. Initially I hear about this relationship and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Like, this is kind of gross. Like their age, um, doesn't matter, but then to an extent, doesn't it like a teenager, she's not legal to drink, not to mention like Amelia's younger than Courtney's youngest sister. Like, you know, when you were with Courtney, it's just weird, but the age thing is like, it, it might be too much of a jump. But in any case, I, I, I have officially changed my mind on how, what I think of them. I hope they work out. I really do because you can tell Courtney and Travis, if I had to guess, I think they're going to be engaged by the end of the year. I really do. I mean, she's already got his name. He's got two tattoos of Courtney, Travis Barker at this point. He has, I think her, her name tattooed on him. She tattooed onto him the phrase, I love you. Like it's serious. And I think Scott's really hurt by it. And um, I read reports that he wants her to feel more hurt about his relationship with Amelia, like for her to feel some sort of pain that he's felt, I guess, towards her and Travis. So getting back to this poll, cause I keep getting off topic here. Cause this is a lot. I did the poll. I asked you guys, do you, do you hope things work out or not? Do you still think it's weird? <laughs> and the race was actually surprisingly tight. I thought for sure you guys would be like, nah, this is just weird, man. And Yes, that did win. 44% of you agreed with me that you hope the relationship is the real deal and that Scott met his match and 56% of you voted, nope, still weird. So I am outnumbered here, but that's a lot tighter than I expected. I thought for sure it would, you guys would just overwhelmingly vote. It's just weird regardless. And it's it's sad though. It's, fresh, it's sad because I think, you know, Amelia is definitely getting attacked. She's, she is just 19 years old. And I saw in the comments on the birthday post when she had first put it up, a comment after comment, it's about the age and it's just people trolling her about the relationship and how disgusting it is. And, you know, they're all making fun of her and she's since turned off the comments on this post. So um, I can only assume it's because they were all just so nasty. So is a big age difference? Yes, it is a big age difference, but I do think that they, they seem to be working out well. You know, they seem to really have a lot of feelings for each other. And I hope, I really do hope that works out because I think he, he can officially kiss Courtney goodbye and any chance of that ever working out. So damn, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. I don't, I, I feel like Amelia might be his match. I don't know. Again, only time will tell. So 
moving on, this is really just a relationship episode we have going on here now that I'm looking at it. Uh, we got A-Rod, J-Lo, and Madison LaCroix drama continuing. You guys, I feel like this never ends. These guys are, are up to par with the whole keeping up with Kardashian thing with the dating life. Like there, there's just too much to keep up with, with this story as well. Um, there seems to be something new about it every day. So we've talked about this in an earlier episode, the drama with you know, J-Lo, Madison LaCroix, A-Rod. So according to a shocking new report, A-Rod reached out again to Madison LaCroix. So she is Bravo's Southern Charm cast member who A-Rod was rumored to be hooking up with while with J-Lo. And after his split from J-Lo, he allegedly hoped to meet up with Madison at the 2021 PGA Championship, which was recently held in South Carolina earlier in May. So while Madison was actually at the tournament, Alex did not attend. And Insider says, quote, Alex didn't end up showing, not sure what he's looking for. It's always seemed casual, but she definitely does not want a relationship with him. And the Insider also added that Madison is, quote, completely over A-Rod. So I saw, too, she recently confirmed that she has a boyfriend, Madison LaCroix. Someone had commented on an Instagram post of hers about, oh, actually, I think I have the quote here. Someone said, "Mm, A-Rod is on his way, girl. Come get your bags. He's coming for you. She just said back to that, I have a boyfriend, exclamation point. So she's trying to let everyone know, I'm not trying to get with this man. I think she just saw that like he was really damaging her career or, you know, reputation in life really in general. Like she was about to be really just destroyed by JLo fans and everyone. And I mean, she has this reputation now of being like a homewrecker. So I guess she's like, no, 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 not into that. Not into that. Um, And I actually have some exclusive tea for you guys about this drama from a very reliable source. So let's get into it, shall we? <clears throat> so my source said, quote, I had a friend who was on set with JLo while this drama was happening. A-Rod did cheat on her, but because they have joint businesses, they had to stay cordial and play fair with one another, but he did cheat on her. I was actually with JLo the week before she started filming that movie, before the scandal broke out. And yes, it's 100% confirmed he was cheating on her during the relationship. My friend was also on set with her during the movie that she was doing in the Dominican Republic that they filmed in like three or four weeks. And A-Rod went to the DR trying to win her back. And she was very embarrassed. She was not going to get back with him. That's just not who she is anymore. But she is dating Ben Affleck and is 100% confirmed that she is dating him. And she's very happy with the situation that the relationship is going. And she's even talking to Mark Anthony about the situation. The reason that she's talking to Mark about Ben and everything is because her and Mark usually have to come to an agreement about the introduction of their kids, how they're going to meet the new significant other in the other person's relationship before they actually meet the kids. So Mark needs to approve that relationship before Jennifer is like, here, meet the little coconuts, end quote. Now let's dissect that, okay? Because that's kind of everything that we've already kind of known, but it's just crazy to hear. Yeah, Arod has definitely cheated on JLo. We don't know who else with. We know for a fact that Madison has admitted that it's been something that they've communicated with over FaceTime. She never confirmed that they actually did meet in person. Uh, we don't know if they actually did or didn't, but it is confirmed. Arod was cheating. He's an idiot. The guy's an actual moron. And now he, I guess, is really hurt by everything that he's seeing in the news because JLo and Ben are simply not keeping this quiet, right? Like they, they're, I think, calling the paparazzi and saying, hey, 
this is where we are. I want, I want Alex to see this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so he, I think it's just desperate. I don't know. He's, he's, he's lost. He feels like an idiot as he should, but what he should not be doing is reaching out to this girl, Madison again, like let it go. My opinion is he needs to really just lay low right now. Okay. He needs to stop reaching out to this girl. Stop trying to get with anyone just because JLo moved on fast. Okay. It's not a race to see who moves on first. And even if it was, she already won and you lost. So keep it moving. Okay. And I've seen a lot of comments about JLo and like, oh, she's being seen with Mark Anthony now. Can she ever just stop seeing an ex and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You have to remember they have kids together. So it very well could be that she just saw, you know, Mark recently to do exactly what my sources said, which is talk about her relationship with Ben and, you know, wanting him around the kids and, you know, seeing if that's okay with him and if he's comfortable with that. So it is a, this is a crazy, crazy developing story that I felt like, oh my God, this one's never going to end either. Um, it's also funny too. I posted on the page to see what you guys thought about Diddy throwing an Instagram throwback up on his page of him and JLo back when they dated way back once. And everyone's just like, oh my God, he's such a savage. Just so funny. I guess he was throwing some shade over at JLo, you know, getting back with Ben. I don't know, but that, that shit was entertaining. So thank you. Thank you, Diddy, for being real messy and chaotic because this is what we love to see. It really is. Um, so you guys overwhelmingly again, said that he's just an idiot. He does, he meaning A-Rod and deserves whatever happens to him. I don't know why. I don't know why he's really reaching out to this girl Madison again. Like you got to give it up. (laughs) And thank you so much to my source who did reach out. I'm going to keep them anonymous, but um, you know, that was some good tea, I think to, to provide you guys with in regards to that story. And the last headline we have for you, again, keeping it in the theme of you know, I was going to say Hollywood relationships, but let me chill because this is like reality. Um, But Sammy Sweetheart and her fiance possibly split, it it seems. So Jersey Shore, Sammy Sweetheart and her fiance, Christian Biscardi, they may have called it quits. We can't confirm it, but that's what it's looking like. So let me tell you guys about the clues that we have in regards to this possible split. So first, let's just take it back to March, 2019. Okay. That's when the couple got engaged. And now fans have noticed that the two are no longer following each other on Instagram. Sammy took him out of her IG bio. She's gotten rid of almost all photos of him from her Instagram page, as did he. So classic, you know, breakup behavior that we're noticing here on their pages. They were originally set to tie the knot back in 2020, but obviously like many engaged couples, they postponed the wedding plans actually twice due to COVID. So the first thing I asked you guys did you see this split coming? Okay. 29% of you said yes. 71% of you said no. And on that case, guys, I agree with you. I did not actually see this coming at all. I'm very surprised. I thought that they seemed very happy, very serious. Um, And then following up with that, I asked, do you think that Sammy would have returned for Jersey Shore family vacation if she was not in a serious relationship when production started. 60% of you said yes, you do think she would have gone back to the show and 40% said no. Now, before I say say my stance on this, let me just read you guys a quote that Sammy said back 
in regards to not returning to the show when it when family vacation came out back in 2018 she said quote i have chosen not to join the show this season because i am at a completely different place in my life right now focusing on my businesses and my relationship. I am not the same as I was when I was 22. At 31, I am currently extremely happy in every aspect of my life and want to avoid potentially toxic situations. So she even straight up kind of says there, like, you know, my relationship is definitely a part of my decision here. But me, I'm going to disagree with you guys. Like the majority of you said you think she would go back on the show if she wasn't dating this guy. I don't think she would have ever gone back. When I, And let me explain why. I feel like between Ronnie and Sammy, one of them was bound to not return for family vacation given their relationship history. I just can't imagine. I cannot imagine them both willingly signing up for that. Um, so whether Sammy was in a serious relationship or not, I don't think she would have come back to the show because she would just be knowingly entering a horribly toxic situation that I'm sure took her a long time to work through over the years. And, you know, she would potentially be putting herself in a place that just reversed any progress she's made mentally to get over the traumatized, you traumatized me, Tron, you traumatized, you know, she really would be re-traumatized walking back into that situation. Now, add on top of that, that at the time when production began on family vacation, Ron was with someone. So she would not only be entering the show, even if they were single, I don't think she would have done it. But the fact that Ronnie had a girlfriend and he was in and set to come on the show and he was dating Jen that we all remember, um, she would have been put in a weird position regardless. So if Sammy didn't have intentions on ever getting back with Ronnie, then she made the right choice because we saw in season one, even though he was fully together with this girl, Jen, he, he still misses Sammy all these years later, he would be drunk crying to Snooki and about it, you know? So it, it is really wild. I think she made the right choice, you know, whether her relationship with this guy, her ex fiance now, I guess worked out or not. I think she made the right choice in staying out of it. Yeah. She might've lost a check here and there that could have been pretty nice, but her sanity is more important. And I think she saved it here. She has her businesses. I saw she's opening up a new shop. Um, I want to say in ocean city. So that's coming. I think I saw June 14th fact check me, but I, I, I saw she, you know, she's booked and busy. She's keeping herself, you know, she's doing okay. Now I asked you guys about all this and I got some comments. It's funny. I actually had two different Haley's right in that I like their comments. So I'm going to say Haley number one. She said, um, quote, she gave up everything for him and I'm LOLing. Ugh, she really did give up everything for him. But also, I don't believe that he was the sole decision, the sole reason why she decided to turn down family vacation. He definitely was a part of it. He definitely was a part of it. But I don't think he was everything. I think he definitely influenced it though too. So I agree. Um, and then Haley who um, co-hosted with me a few episodes ago, she sent in the shocked emojis and said, cue Ronnie. Now guys, can you imagine Ronnie just slides into Sammy's DMs right now? Like full Ben Affleck style, just like, oh, I just want to make sure you're doing okay during your split from your engagement. That is full Ben Affleck style. I just want to see, I just want to see you're doing all right, you know, and then fully blossoms into something. I cannot imagine a Ronnie and Sandy. I don't want to even call it a 2.0. This would be like 12.0, but like, I don't know if I can imagine that. I, I don't, I don't think Ronnie's going to, oh God, 
that guy's a loose cannon. It's very possible that he's going to slide into her DMs. Very possible. Um, but have you guys ever seen like the bridal shoots? If you haven't gone on Sam, go on Sammy's Instagram page and just scroll through. This girl has done so many bridal shoots that one of my friends actually thought that she was already married. But she is like the most beautiful bride I have ever seen. So one day she really is going to be um, a very beautiful bride. And I do wish her the best in her future. Do we think she might come on family vacation? I don't know. Uh, We have suspected that um, the show might come to an end after this season. You know, I think they might have brought Snooki back, which, by the way, premieres tomorrow, Thursday, June 3rd. Um, But I don't believe I don't believe Sammy would actually come back. But how cool would that be? <laughs> oh, actually, what does that even mean? Ronnie's not even going to be there, I don't think. So never mind. Scratch that. I'm talking out loud to myself. But I, I don't know. Do we think he's going to try to shoot his shot? I don't know. Possibly. I mean, now or never, right, Ron? Uh, so we'll have to just see. You guys, so much relationship drama happening in headlines this week um we got our fictional man mr big and then all these other relationships uh unraveling in front of our eyes and uh, all of it seems to be a little dysfunctional so (laughs) it makes me feel good about myself um i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed being a part of it again thank you so much to everyone who wrote in your comments participated in polls i really appreciate it and you guys helped you helped me think through what my opinions are because i wasn't even sure about some things and um it's fun to always see other people's inputs on these headlines because it's it's fun stuff it's fun news okay it's fun to just tune into stuff that distracts you from the real news i think so thank you again for for um being a part of this guys next week we will have another episode as we always do and keep checking out tea times instagram page tea dot time dot pod for the latest in celebrity news until next time stay sipping that tea i'll see you next week